Welcome to Diving Into Crypto. Diving Into Crypto. A weekly series where thought leaders share insights, strategies, and insider stories about all things crypto and Web3. Brought to you by Adlunum. Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's get this show on the road. It looks like the room is filled up. More people will be joining us. And for the first time, we have five guests on the show representing different corners of the world. Uh, this is truly, truly, truly a global, a global phenomenon where we will understand on the ground what's happening in crypto across the world, across three, uh, two different continents, five different countries, it's going to be a spectacular show. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of Diving Into Crypto. I'm your host, JP, from Adlunum INC, bringing you everything about Web3. This show, On this show, you will hear speakers share with you insights, strategies, their journeys into the wonderful world of Web3, what are the trends they're dealing with, and all the upcoming exciting exciting news and moving and shaking and candlestick making activities that are happening in web3 so without further ado ladies and gentlemen please keep in mind that views expressed on this program belong to those of the speaker and is meant for education purposes mainly that being said let's start welcoming our guest Right, let's start from the Far East and move all the way down to South America. Ladies and gentlemen, our first guest on the show today is Kim. Kim, and Kim is from the... Kim, where are you from? Maybe you can tell us that. Hey, Kim. Yeah, hi, everyone. So I'm Kim from the Philippines. So it's a great honor and pleasure to be here today, Jervis. Hey, hey, fantastic. Lovely, 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 lovely to have you on the show, Kim. All right. Okay. Our next speaker is from the middle of these two places. We have Ivish with us coming all the way from India. Ivish, say hi. Hey, hey. Hi, Jervis. Glad to be here. All right. Okay. Everybody in the room, that's Ivish from India. We also now let's move further south. Starting from the country closest to the coast, we have our representative, our ambassador, if you will, from Venezuela, and that's Javier. Hey, Jervis. It's an honor to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. Glad to have you on the show, Javi. Okay. Uh, from Venezuela, let's mosey over to a little country at the side. And we have over there, uh, Rebecca. Rebecca, tell us where you're from. Hello, guys. Hi, everyone. I'm Rebecca. It's an honor to be here. Okay. And Rebecca, where are you from? I'm from Ecuador. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Thank you for being on the show today, Rebecca. Okay. Uh, you've heard it from, from four of our guests. Our fifth guest is from the biggest state in the biggest country, I'm sorry, in South America. And that's Adrina. Andrina, tell, uh, say hi to the audience and tell us where you're from. Hi, Jerry. Thanks for having me here. It's a big honor for me. I'm from Argentina. So let's do it. Awesome. Awesome. For those of us on the show, let's let's get started with, uh, let me see, who can I call on board to talk about it this way? Right. Okay. Rebecca, let's start with you from Ecuador. Rebecca, tell us, tell us how you got into the Web3 space. 
Okay, well, um, first of all, I used to see the world of crypto as something meaningless for me, but uh, I started getting into crypto uh, for my uncle because he traded every day of every week, and I was seeing what he was doing, so he tried to explain to me how it works, so it caught me my attention, of course, and I started to read about it and try to learn by myself, and well, here I am. Awesome. Okay, so uh, someone in your family trades with crypto. That's very, very interesting. Um, not bad. I'm, I'm going to go into that that point a little more, and I'm going to ask the other spe the other speakers on the show as well what started them on their crypto journey. So, uh, Javier, how about you? Hey. Well, actually, it, it was very interesting because I'm I'm really good, I'm really into computers. So, Ooh. I actually read uh, somewhere about the crypto mining uh, world. And I know that it, it has a very deep relation with the computer stuff and all this world. So actually that, that was my first uh, approach to the crypto world, <clears throat> how the crypto mining works and how computers use his power is to create tokens in some way. So yeah, that, that was my, my first uh, approach. Okay, awesome, awesome. Okay, so so one is trading, the other one is mining. Andrina, how about you? My experience in crypto began with the boom of Axe Infinity game. So I invested in the game. Then I started working at Aluna. And since it's a launchpad, I'm in contact with many people from crypto world. We learn something new every day. At Luna, it's like my crypto school, you know? Awesome. Okay, all right. So the gaming is what got you into that. That's that's extremely interesting. Um, uh, it, it's insightful to see uh, the various ways that people are introduced to crypto and, and the market. So we've already got three different uh, different elements, uh, starting from from trading to mining to gaming. Let's move over to uh, the mid, yeah, the, the place in the middle in India. Uh, Ivish, how about you? How what got you into the Web three world? Hey, hey, Joe. So I entered the uh, Web3 space, uh, I can say, uh, somewhere in the middle of like 2016 and 2017. Okay, so I initially started as a trader and uh, um, I started with some, you know, some really good projects. I invested in some projects and uh, those went like really good. And then, you know, I lost everything. So it was like a up and down journey. And uh, it's it's till now it has been a really great journey. So I'm more into the side of like, trading and nfts and uh, this for till now the space has been growing really great and uh, working towards more towards the uh, project you know helping communities and um, yeah learning every day in this rapidly growing space so that's that's how i actually came over here yeah fantastic thank you thank you i wish for that one uh, it looks like yes the community is the one that keeps you in even though uh, the the appeal could be from any side fantastic uh kim how about you in the philippines what drew you into the world of web3 uh, yeah so i'm actually eager to learn or to get into different industry so when adlunam was looking for someone to join their team so i tried to get in touch with them so i have a little knowledge in the crypto world from my friends or even in the social media and yeah, so Adlunam gave me an opportunity to be part of this team. I've learned a lot. Actually, it has, it's a continuous learning for me. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for that, Kim. Wonderful to have you also as, as part of the team. All you, for those of you that don't know, 
oh, all our representatives over here are from the diverse team that we have at Adlunum. Uh, needless to say, I'm so happy to say that, you know, the, the entry, the first entry into the world of crypto and Web3 has, has happened here. That's, that's absolutely phenomenal. All right. Okay. Uh, now that we've asked Kim where uh, she's, she's got her entry into Web3, Kim, I'm going to ask you one more thing. Since you've uh, peeked behind the curtain, since you've looked at the other side, a, a new industry, right? Have those lenses uh, in any way or form helped you see what's happening in your country? Do you hear about crypto being spoken in cafes or in casual conversation, you know, through family and friends? What's it like in your part of the world? Uh, yeah, so the rapid emergence and growth of cryptocurrency in the Philippines has led to a mixed reaction from the public. So there's a lot of skepticism as well as excitement surrounding this new technology, new era, or new advancement. But it is the beginning uh, becoming more credible due to its innovation and ability to adapt. So the positive sentiment about crypto in the Philippines can be seen on social media. So there has been a spike in the number of transactions, unlike before. Okay. Which, yeah, which indicates the increasing demand for digital assets. Oh, okay. That's, that's interesting. And, and are there, uh, for example, new companies that are, that are coming into the Philippines that want to get entry? Do you, you, know, do, do you see that? Uh, do you see advertisements around the space? Tell us about that. Yeah, there's a lot of advertisement. There's a lot of startup companies that is related to cryptocurrency right hmm. now. Yes, okay, that's, most that's of the... awesome. Ah, sorry. No, no, go ahead. So, yeah. So, most of the banks already adopted this new era or this new advancement um, with regards to cryptocurrency as well. Oh, wow. That's, that's, that's fantastic. I mean, if it's, if it's gone into the bank sector, that means... Uh, there is certainly a lot of demand from the people in, in the nation. Uh, that's brilliant to know. Thank you, Kim. Uh, Ivish, let's move back to you. What about you? Do you, do you hear people speaking about it uh, you know, in cafes, the same way that the startup movement uh, had people speaking about it everywhere? Uh, what's, what do you see on the ground? Yeah, so uh, Jervis, you know, crypto in India is presently like uh, doing really great. Okay. So if I tell something about recent uh, thing that happened is like recently India imposed like 30% tax on crypto and uh, almost like 1% TDS on trading. So this somewhere brought like a little downside uh, to the Indian crypto market. And uh, somewhere I can say that, you know, Indian crypto community is not happy with the tax. But uh, overally, this is a step towards legalization of crypto in India, uh, which will bring a bright future for crypto. And uh, moreover, like, Crypto in India is like it's it's almost everywhere right now. Everyone everyone knows what exactly crypto is, okay. And uh, there are a lot of meetups happening, and a uh, lot of uh, IRL events are also happening. Even virtual meetups are happening, right? And uh, there are so many startups that have come up from India. There are a lot of startups which have come up from India, and. Uh, Coming to the friends and family side, so usually what actually happens is like, you know, usually friends keep asking how to make money in crypto and how to enter this space. So, uh, so 
people you know there are two types of people they some people just ask like you know how can i uh, invest and make money and there will be some people who would actually uh, love to understand this space you know uh, be a part of this uh, crypto space so what i suggest them is to understand this space first and if someone understands this space then he'll automatically uh, get opportunities by uh, learning so overall the space is like really good it's going really good in india yeah okay amazing so we we do have we do have a movement a lot of interest that's coming out of the subcontinent fantastic fantastic okay and read i'm going to i'm going to um, you know fly on over to to argentina tell me tell me what you see on the ground there what i have been watching in argentina is that despite the fact that according to recent studies 4% of the population which is like 2 million of people use crypto mm-hmm. every day to invest as a safe as a payment method it's not what you perceive with a simple look you know there is a still a lack of adoption but the good news is that i see the argentine people very open mm-hmm. to use crypto so i think the numbers are going to increase quickly it's more common to talk about crypto with friends than with family my parents still don't know and don't understand much about it and okay. i have been seen how young people explain to others how to trade especially before the bear market in co- in coffee in coffee shops something like that oh that's that's amazing uh, that that's amazing that the the movement is picking up i'm certain they're going to be exciting times ahead uh thank you for that andrina uh rebecca how about you Okay, well guys, and the, the difference between your countries and mine is that here in Ecuador, people doesn't focus a lot on crypto world. Sometimes uh, you can find small groups of young people talking about it, especially in the capital, Quito, and on Guayaquil, but uh, in other cities, and especially for people over 30 and 35 years old, it's an uncharted territory, you know? even for example my best friend that has less than 30 years old doesn't know nothing about crypto and i tried to explain her and it's pretty difficult to her to understand me because she don't know um, nothing now uh, i saw an event on guayaquil that is going to happen in in november so uh, it's a it's a will be an event when people can go and learn about Ethereum ISC and it's free so uh, i think that ecuador is trying to uh, and the, the people learn about crypto you know mm-hmm. okay mm. okay there is a movement picking up there are people that are are showing interest and there are also meetups happening in ecuador right at this point yeah but small meetings not something too too big not too big okay well hopefully uh-huh. over time hopefully over time that's going to pick up and you know the the i understand we're in a bear market but I, i'm certain this is a good time for people to get more educated about the crypto industry fantastic thank you rebecca okay uh javier uh javier in venezuela uh tell us what do you see on the ground well actually right now we have a very uh, interesting context with the cryptos in venezuela So it's really common to see people embrace the crypto as a, a way to save money 
because mm -hmm. our normal currency, uh, the the bolivares, is actually very unstable. So if you want to save money on bolivares, it's a mess. So people are, are starting to embrace like stable coins or maybe Bitcoin and Ethereum uh, in a way to save money. And actually that leads to the to the possibility. So we can uh, basically buy everything, uh, food, uh, clothes, etc., whatever you want with cryptos. So it's really common to see in some uh, places where they uh, accept like uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, USDT, USDC, or maybe you can see some uh, NFT games token like the SLP from Axie Infinity or uh, in, in, in the past we, we were used to accept a PVU from Plan vs Undead. So actually here it's a really common thing. Uh, the people is very into crypto. Maybe not, not in the, in the uh, like trading side, maybe they're not, not in that, but actually in, in the, in the the, like like the normal way of using crypto just to exchange for for things it's really it's really common so so yeah and actually it's it's more in the young people uh, I mean older people it's not into technology uh, that much but if you can see like 18 and, and, and above uh, people using uh, binance and, and crypto and, and and actually we have some local uh, platforms here in Venezuela. Uh, one of them is local Bitcoin, so we can trade with uh, normal uh, Bolivares. Uh, we can trade that to some uh, Bitcoin and, and etc. So it's a it's a big deal here. <laughs> wow, uh, that is that is fantastic, Javier. Thank you for sharing that. I'm curious if you can no use Bitcoin. If you, you can use Bitcoin uh, like that, or you can use uh, ETH, for example, uh, sorry, mm -hmm. the stablecoin in, in that way. Do you have, uh, and this might sound dumb, but do you have, um, you know, uh, price tags that say, okay, uh, X amount in ETH, X amount in BTC. Uh, th does that work or is that somebody telling you at the counter? How does, how does that work? Actually, uh, here we treat like the crypto one to one to the dollar. So, for example, if you have 100 USDT, uh, that actually it's the same to have 100 dollars in physical. So here, uh, you can they they don't uh, count the cryptos as a, a different value. We pay 100 dollars in USDT and we pay 100 dollars with a common dollar. So, so yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you for that, Javier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, this is this is this is interesting so far. I mean, we've seen from different places, ladies and gentlemen. We've seen from different places around the world how uh, crypto is treated. You know, do people speak about it in the streets? How it is sometimes even used? Uh, does it come up in in family conversations? And and it is turning out to be an interesting conversation because in the places that we are, uh, we may or may not have the exposure to crypto. Uh, in the the way that you know that small niches of people or small groups of people would be interacting with it, so certainly eye opening and insightful to find out that from different corners of the world, you see in some cases that there are heavy taxes. In some cases, people are just speaking about it, or they're they're focusing on maybe uh, gaming as as one particular aspect. And in another place, you can use it openly in the economy. So. 
while we hear reports about it or when we see reports or articles about it, we hear it out from coming in from the ground from people that are actually living there is a whole different experience. So thank you. Thank you, everyone. Uh, thank you, all our speakers for, for sharing that point. I'm going to switch gears into a new question uh, to see, uh, to, to turn the spotlight on a unique experience now from each of these five places. And, and, and Sheldon, maybe what I will do is uh, let me start with, let me start with you, Ivish. Uh, you know, tell us something that you've seen in, in the country about crypto that most people might not know about. Yeah. Uh, so uh, as I already stated, like, you know, uh, crypto in India is like, you know, it's, it's doing good, but uh, moreover, like India has like washed major majority of youth, right? So many people are understanding and uh, looking for uh, careers in uh, Web3 and uh, people who are, who are already experienced into uh, Web2, uh, they are finding that, you know, there are a lot of good opportunities in the crypto space and they are trying to uh, understand this market in like six, um, somewhat around like six months and they are trying to come in. And so another one thing is like India is like actually going to be like one of the largest country to adopt Web3 and it's slowly, slowly actually, it's it's going very slowly. The adoption is happening slowly. And um, I can also say that there are a lot of um, DAOs that have already come up. There are so many sub-DAOs in the country and uh, presently a lo lot of Web3 events are also happening. So recently I had been to an event called Web3 uh, Conference uh, Goa and um, I actually got connected to a lot of uh, people and uh, so many like-minded people who, who are like very visionary young people and they have some vision to build. And, and that's actually really good, right? So all these startups are trying to bridge people from web 2 to web 3 and making it possible for the easiest user onboarding and uh, there are like there are exchanges there are some projects like coin dcx even there are there are so many good funded projects that are taking really good steps uh, for people to uh, on to get onboarded so that education is also there user onboarding also happens like very easily and uh, so just to tell you all like how ripe is like uh, India for crypto disruption is like, you know, so this is this is I'm, I'm telling this as per the, you know, NASCOM's report on the crypto tech industry. Okay. okay. So the crypto market is expected to reach up to around like $241 million by 2030 in India. And uh, it has the potential to add around like 184 billion of economic value. So this will add in, in terms of like Indian economy, right? It's going to add like a huge value. And uh, as as per this source, so there are over like 15 million uh, retail investors. And um, I, I think recently KuCoin had some survey. So that also stated that there are like insane number of um, retail investors. And um, yeah, slowly, slowly we are gaining traction uh, and uh, slowly we are going uh, towards the uh, adoption. Yeah, that's it. Okay, fantastic. So, so what I'm hearing from you is that there are, there is of course a lot of interest in uh, development. There's a lot of interest in uh, projects that will come out of, of India. Uh, there still is a tax on crypto trading, but overall uh, they, because of a large economic value that the crypto industry can bring to India, the Web3 industry can bring to, uh, to to India, there is a lot of interest. Is that that that's what you're saying? Is that correct? 
Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, that's that's what actually I'm trying to tell. And uh, um, so more on to the youngsters, you know, how, till now, whatever I've seen uh, in this space happening, youngsters are the ones who are taking a lot of interest. And um, yeah, so I think, you know, youngsters are going to take this uh, space forward in uh, the Indian ecosystem. Yeah. Brilliant. And um, I understand that India has a has a large young population. It ha- has one of the youngest workforces in the world. So, yes, certainly exciting times ahead for for India and let's let's see what what comes out from there in the near future. That's that's fantastic. Thank you for that, Ivish. Okay, Kim. It, since I'm in, uh, since I'm currently in Asia, uh, let's move over to the Philippines. Uh, Kim, what is something that you've seen in your country about crypto that most people might not know about? Um, maybe is the minimum of investment in crypto. So people here in the Philippines really wanted to invest in crypto, especially the young ones. But most people here um, know that investing in crypto really requires a huge amount of money. That's one. And uh, the second one would be um, they are not into or they are not aware that transactions in crypto are cheaper unlike the traditional one. And due to the nature of digital currency protocols, so the transaction here in crypto cannot be cancelled, unlike uh-huh. in the traditional one, the bank-to-bank transfer. Because bank-to-bank transfer here in the Philippines is really in demand. Okay, okay. Uh, and this, this is actually, this is quite exciting, uh, Kim. When you say that there is the, uh, a minimum amount, uh, or rather a very low entry into, into crypto, can you quantify that with a dollar value per chance, just so that we have a you know comparison across uh, other spaces, or even in in you know the Philippine currency in, in pesos, uh, what that would be? Yeah, maybe I would say that um, fifty USD or twenty to twenty to fifty USD dollar. Wow, the minimum. That, that is that is that is fantastic. I think that's within the reach of of most people, uh, and that's that's certainly brilliant. Okay, uh, right. So um, also, I, since since we're in the Philippines, I, I really have to ask. I, I understand that there's a lot of interest in in gaming. A lot of stories that have come out from you know, obviously, at Axie Infinity had a, had a blaze across the Southeast Asian region. Uh, could you shed a little light about that? What what you've seen on the ground in the Philippines? Yeah, so most people here, um, most people here in the Philippines really into the gaming also. So especially the Axie Infinity. The Axie Infinity is one of the NFT game or the game that really loved by Filipinos. They're really into like every night, every day. Um, they really wanted that everyone would be engaged into this kind of gaming. So yeah, so apart apart from that. They're really exploring um, another NFT game aside from Axie Infinity because they really enjoy it a lot. Okay, okay. And can you tell us? Uh, can you tell us? Because I'm really curious to know now. Uh, what What is the most attractive feature, or some of the most attractive features of Axie Infinity in in that space? I'm not promoting Axie Infinity, ladies and gentlemen. It's just that I'm extremely curious to know. Uh, you know what? What is the the biggest draw for the people of the Philippines? Um, because of the close collaboration of different countries, because in the Axie Infinity, this is the online game that could collaborate into different um, people, the collaboration with different countries. 
the coordination as well, and also there's a monetary on top of the collaboration, right? Okay, okay. So it's a perfect if it's a it's a perfect mix of both entertainment and earning at the same time. Thank you for that, Kim. Yes, I, I uh, yeah, that that that's fantastic. Thank you for that, Kim. Okay, I'm gonna take my flight now and fly all the way to the the nearest coast uh, of South America, which is. Venezuela, uh, Javier, tell us something about crypto in your country that most people may not know about. Well, one of the craziest things I've ever seen related to crypto is that some some groups of young people basically play some games that are not related to crypto, and they basically sell like items uh, from that game and they exchange that uh, to crypto. I mean, basically they earn money. Uh, playing video games and and they save that money in crypto. So so, I don't know. Uh, to me, it's a really curious thing because you're uh, generating an income with uh, a completely digital platform, uh, mm-hmm. a game or maybe trading or whatever. But and you're saving that in crypto. So so it's like uh, you're all digital <laughs> and you're trying to to uh, actually that that can replace your regular work uh, here it's really common to see people uh, instead that decides to work that like that instead of working in a regular job so so i don't know that's one of the of the weird and and crazy is things i've ever seen related to crypto in my contrast at least <clears throat> okay uh, so out of out of pure curiosity what are what are some of the games that that really have taken the country by storm uh, sorry, can you can you repeat that, Jervis? Yeah. Uh, what are, what are some of the games that are most popular in that location? Oh, actually, Axe Infinity was really popular here, but you know, uh, the people, well, the talking and all that stuff, uh, lead to the people to leave that game. But actually, even World Warcraft, uh, which is not related to crypto, uh, people normally exchange the token from that game. Uh, for uh, Bitcoin or USDT or whatever, so so it's like I mean it's a, a RPG that it's not related to crypto, but you can earn in some way uh, money. So that was really common a long time ago. The people had like these uh, huge places where everyone was playing uh, all night and and they were uh, farming stuff on the game, and and at the end of the day or the month they they will exchange that so so it's really really weird <laughs> thank you thank you javier that 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 leads, us to, that, that leads us to believe of course that in uh you know the, the play to earn movement is has been very strong of course across yeah. the youth and we yeah and, and we're I seeing agree. that and we see that yeah uh do you do you play as well Actually, yeah, I used to play a long time ago, and I used to earn uh, cryptos with that game. Right now, I, I have a work, so, but, but yeah, it, it was something I was doing with some friends, and and actually, yeah, we all of us we had USDT uh, coming from that game. So, <laughs> yeah, huge stuff. Lovely. Okay, so so are there? It, I think then my next question to you, Javier, and uh, mm-hmm. and Kip as well. Uh, a lot of gaming. Do you have a lot of gaming leagues that are there in, uh, you know, in in your locations? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's something that is uh, rising uh, slowly, but it but it is. 
and the people actually here it was very very uh, popular like Axie and and, and PVU uh, Plan versus Undead. Uh, a lot of people w was doing like crazy stuff. I don't recommend people to sell physical stuff. Just invest on some game. Uh, I think <laughs> it's a, it's a bad idea. So a lot of people here was doing that. Actually, I, I know like close uh, friends that they sell like their cars and they sell like like uh, a lot of their their, their stuff just to have USDT to invest on the game because in that moment it was very like uh, you can you can uh, do a lot of money with those games so but but you know this is a a, a market that is uh, all the time changing so I think it's not a uh, <laughs> a thing to do I mean it's a really risky thing to do uh, just to sell stuff to invest on some game so I don't recommend it. <laughs> Fair enough. Thank you, Javier. Don't worry, Jervis. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go west over to 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 Ecuador. Uh, Rebecca, how about you? Uh, what is it that you see? Um, you know that is that is happening in crypto in Ecuador that most people may not know about. Well, guys, the truth is that here in Ecuador, I have I have not seen nothing because as I mentioned before, crypto here is not something that people do normally. Is something in not knowledge. So uh, what I can say about crypto is that here is not legal, but also is not illegal. You know, it's like a hole in the law. So people when invest up to something like that normally do is bad uh, themselves in their house in their home, and doesn't talk a lot about it. So uh, it's difficult for us to know about it. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, so there's not much of conversation. So that's, I suppose, why, uh, you know, maybe friends may speak about it more or certain family members, like how you saw your uncle trading. Uh, maybe it's just kept on the quiet in that place, right? Exactly. Exactly. It's too difficult to to speak this uh, normally, you know, in the, in the street. So, uh, you know, it's, it's small. Fair enough. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Rebecca. Okay, I'm going to circle back to you with my next question as I drive down over to Argentina. And Andrina, is there something happening in Argentina about crypto that uh, the rest of the world may not know about? Uh, sure, Jervis. Uh, I think, I don't know if, if, if everybody knows, but big companies are promoting the adoption in the country, like Binance by launching the Binance Car with MasterCard service. Sponsoring, sponsoring the Argentina soccer team. Ethereum held a conference in Buenos Aires in early August called Ethereum LATAM. Mendoza State can now pay government fees and taxes mm -hmm. using cryptocurrencies. So I see a very positive and growing environment despite the country's financial crisis. Okay. Wow. That's that's fantastic. So, so Binance and Binance and Mastercard have uh, have launched their card over that you know in in Argentina. Tell us. What, uh, I I know that a little birdie told me, Andrina, that you you've already got that card. Uh, tell us what you can do with it. I made my request, but actually it's not with me now <laughs> because it, it doesn't arrive yet. But well, I'm going to tell you later. Sure, sure. I'm going to tell you. 
<laughs> okay, fan- fantastic, fantastic. But if you've already if you've already got that 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 card is on the way, it's in the mail. Uh, that that is brilliant. It's it's great to see crypto adoption. I'm certain, like Javier was telling us earlier, that you know you can buy things. Um, you you can buy things at the local store. Uh, I understand that's how you can use it. Is is that how it works? Yes, yes. In local store, in um, online, you can buy online either and groceries and you can have uh, uh, cash either Mm -hmm. so it's gonna be great i believe okay so would that mean that there are already crypto atms around argentina no but we can use the mastercard one Mm -hmm. so i i believe we can do that Okay, fantastic, fantastic. So uh, we can we can expect that whenever we're taking a trip to go over and see the Argentinian soccer team, uh, our cryptocurrency <laughs> will come to the rescue. <laughs> okay, brilliant. Thank you, thank you for that, uh, Andrina. Thank you for that, ladies and gentlemen, and or to all our speakers. Of course, uh, it's been extremely insightful finding out what you can do with crypto in Argentina, Ecuador, Venezuela, India, and the Philippines. So from gaming to being able to use it on our day-to-day life, we're seeing, ladies and gentlemen, a movement that's that's happening across the world uh, with crypto as getting more and more real. And despite you know a lot of our attention being focused on just trading and maybe Bitcoin's prices alone, uh, there's a lot more utility that's coming out of crypto in these spaces. So it's, it's fantastic to see that coming from the ground up. Okay, uh, we've we've explored these these particular options, but the one question now, the burning question uh, for all our speakers here today is uh, is this one, right? How do you think? And this is this is of course the the reason why cryptocurrencies came into came into existence. The the reason that that Bitcoin came into existence, uh, and I'm going to ask each of you this: How do you think? crypto can change the world for the average person. Okay, and and Kim, let's start with you, taking the flight all the way back to the Philippines. How do you think that crypto can change the world for the average person? Um, So it seems that crypto is already changing our world. So for me, crypto is very futuristic, weird, inspiring as well as complicated, right? So as you mentioned earlier, there's many lenses to view crypto. So it would be a great opportunity for us to explore and expand our knowledge or maybe say deep dive into this world, this new era to make our life easier. So to simply put, um, it will facilitate faster financial transaction with minimal cost. And this minimal amount or small amount could be life-changing for an individual in a developing countries. Because Philippines is one of the developing countries. So for me, um, it will be an instrument for us to support the growth or to accelerate the development process potentially in different or in various fields. Fantastic, Kim. I mean, I'm... Uh... I, I understand that there's, there's, of course, when you say that it's a developing, it's a developing nation. Uh, also, considering that there's a very large expat population uh, in the in the Philippines, 
uh, and that quick money transactions is an important essence of everyday utility uh, from you know funds being repatriated from uh, from the various places that the diaspora of the Philippines is. Uh, that would be, of course, you know, uh, extremely heavy. I know that uh, even large banks like J.P. Morgan, uh, you know, fi and financial services have large um, uh, setups in the Philippines. So yes, financial transactions are, of course, uh, Im important uh, to to the people there. So thank you for sharing that insight. Uh, let's drive over to to Ivish in India. If Ivish, what do you think using crypto? In India, what do you what do you see that that will change? Yeah, uh, so Jovis, I can uh, say that uh, crypto is already changing, you know, a lot of lives uh, over here. So, uh, if I give you an example, people are moving from savings opportunity uh, to right like investment opportunity. Like everyone wants to invest these days, either in stocks or crypto. Uh, at least they try to invest at least 20 to 30 percent right and crypto and blockchain open the doors for everyone so irrespective of their financial condition or background so everyone has a goal or wants to be financially secure and wants to manage their own funds and um, crypto and blockchain helps with that so the opportunities are in such a way that you know even with even uh, just if that you understand this space even by playing games just holding an nft you can uh, gain some money you can do some good money you can uh, be a part of some test nets uh, you can be a part of some test nets and maybe if that main net happens there are high chances that you know uh, that particular project might incentivize uh, and uh, definitely every project incentivizes uh, the early users right so there are a lot of opportunities and uh, a lot of utilities I have also seen you know so many shops uh, uh, purchasing you know, accepting crypto right I've seen a lot of shops accepting crypto um in my state i've seen recently one um, one hookah shop okay so i can say shisha so they are actually doing a shisha of flavors in the name of crypto in the name of uh, oh. crypto yeah and and so, so uh, this is how we can understand and there's there's also a um, lot of uh, small uh, there's there was also something which went very trending in um, india is like even a rickshaw, someone who, uh, the rickshaw guy was also accepting crypto. So, you know, we can actually understand. People are actually understanding things very easily. And uh, it's just the QR code uh, you have to uh, scan and the payment is done. And uh, uh, for now, might uh, there might be, uh, you know, the payments might be slow in some blockchains. But uh, definitely, there uh, slowly and steadily, there will be a lot of changes. And I think... Uh, Everyone is going to do the payments uh, virtually, and I don't think so. Anyone will uh, take cash and move. And I think this this is act I I personally feel this is the future. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that, Ivish. And I, I'm certain a space like India, having the population that it does, the adoption of of um, cryptocurrencies over there will of course be game changing. I realize that there has been a movement somewhere in the nineties, uh, the, the mid to late nineties, where uh, the country was exposed to the stock markets, uh, and uh, I found out that that was a new investment avenue that that made and uh, you know that that broke some and even made uh, fortunes for a lot of people. And this is the next movement. Cryptocurrencies is of course going to be the next movement. Uh, in a space like India, because the orientation is already there. So, so thank you for that insight, Ivish. Well, yeah.
Okay. Okay. Uh, let's let's move over to to Rebecca in in Ecuador because Rebecca tells us that there there isn't much happening in terms of the crypto the uh, you know crypto trading or utility. Yet at the same time, I'm certain that the country has you know dreams for the future if crypto is introduced and and adopted. So Rebecca, tell us tell us what you think. Uh, how do you think that crypto can change the world for the average person? Okay, Jerry, so I think uh, currently money and technology are very essential in our life. And of course, technology and internet have shown us that it's possible to create virtual currencies, which allows to make quick payments to people in all over the world and about transactions fits. So uh, it changed our life because it gives us uh, more control over, over our money. But, uh, well... I think that one of the biggest uh, changes that we can create will be the investment. That even if you're a person with few resources, you can invest in a token. Of course, uh, after you made a clear study and knows about the project, and uh, if you made it correctly, you can increase the value that you that you have, and it can help you to change your life. So, of course, here in Canada is something that you have to do by your own. But it's a it's a way to to change what you have. No? Understood, understood, understood. Okay, fantastic. Thank you for that, Rebecca. Yes, I I, I do I can see that that happening. Uh, it is, uh, you know, not where there is a, not a lot of awareness at this particular point, but I'm certain that in the future there there will be some. Of course. <laughs> Okay. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh, Andrina, let, let's let's start with you. Uh, you know, how do you think crypto is going to change lives in in Argentina? Uh, my opinion is similar to Ivish one. Uh, cryptos are digital access assets with easy access for everyone without complication, and this fact has already changed the world of traditional methods. That. Uh -huh. That is what I think, that the crypto world already made its mark and it's going to grow with new projects and new opportunities for everyone. Brilliant. Okay, so bringing new opportunities for people to have an investment avenue uh, in, okay. in Argentina. That's, that's okay, fantastic. I can, I can we take that. Great. Okay, Javier, what about you? Hey. Well, I believe that right now the cryptocurrencies have changed a lot of the world, and I think they will do uh, a lot more in the future. I think the, the fact that you can grab uh, all your savings or maybe your, like your money, and you can do a lot of stuff without limitations, it's a huge step. Because, I mean, if you try to make some uh, transaction throughout your bank, it's a, it's a mess, you gotta wait, you gotta uh, pay some sort of, uh, like, uh, I don't know, you, you got to pay something, right? And actually in crypto you can see a lot of networks that they, obviously they need to, to earn something from your transaction, but in some of these uh, networks it, it's not a, a big deal, I mean it's a, it's a minimal uh, price. And, and actually the, I think that uh, it's it's really one of the greatest things crypto has uh, bring to us the the fact that you can do like really fast transactions and 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 do it uh, everywhere without 
uh, waiting and without uh, paying too much. And, and actually, I think in the future, uh, as we see with the NFTs, which is a technology that comes from the, uh, I mean, the, the crypto itself, I think in the future more of these technologies will come and, and probably they will uh, do more stuff to our society and, and to the world right now. Right, so so for example, the NFTs they bring the possibility of, of the artists to have like their work uh, uh, not being stolen, right? <laughs> so you can have some sort of right over your your art, and you can sell that as a unique piece. So I think in the future, with this uh, knowledge, I mean, with the with the understanding of what crypto is, besides the economy and and and. Uh, only in the technology, a lot of different uh, possibilities will come. So I think right now has already changed the world, but in the future will be a, a, a deep change. So so yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you, thank you, Javier, for that for that answer. I think yes, uh, that is something we can all look look forward to uh, as a wave that sweeps across not just uh, not just the the nation. But across mm -hmm. the continent as well, because there are there are certainly a lot of there certainly seems to be a lot of interest uh, on a lot of adoption that's happening as well. Okay. Yeah, exactly. um, okay. So Javier, since I have you on the line, and before I before mm -hmm. I uh, move to uh, you know drive away from from Venezuela to the to the next place, mm -hmm. if you had the chance to bring lots of people across to uh, a, a, you know to to bring a lot of people across to crypto in your country. What would you do? Well, that's a great question. I mean, right now in Venezuela, you can see a lot of uh, people doing like uh, conferences and all that stuff, talking about crypto, how to use Binance, how to use the P, uh, P2P from Binance, so they can uh, exchange their their money from different platforms to crypto, and and there are a lot of th uh, people doing trading uh, courses, so. Actually, I think that uh, from my side, I need to learn a lot of stuff before I try to teach people, right? But I think that format has a lot of potential here. Maybe create some sort of uh, webinars or something like that, so I can uh, teach my knowledge on, on, the, on, on the side of the crypto that I liked, which is the mining. And actually, here in Venezuela, the the mining is something that is regulated by the state, by the government. So you have gotta uh, register with them and, and do a lot of uh, paperwork and all that stuff. But it's something official. So actually, I'll try to teach people about the crypto mining world and and how to use these computers, hit these uh, components to earn money, and how to do it legally. So it's something that I I have things about. And I and I I think it's something that has a lot of potential in the future because I mean you got all this volume of money <coughs> moving throughout the networks, but actually you you also need that part of the ecosystem, which is the the mining part. You need to have these mining pools with a lot of machines doing that work. So it's a important part of this ecosystem. So I'll try to learn about that and teach people of that. Super. Thank you for that, Javier. Uh, moving over to uh, Argentina, Andrina, what would you do to bring a lot more people uh, to crypto in your country? I will organize more conferences to get more people involved. 
because a lot of people still don't know about the crypto world. And the faster they learn, the faster the adoption will be. So let's bring all the previous brilliant guesses from diving into crypto here, please, to bring all the knowledge. Fantastic. Okay, Andrina. Yes, that that is something that we we will certainly discuss and and you know maybe have uh, <laughs> a, a, a diving into crypto in real life uh, in in Argentina at some point. Yes, sure. Thank you. Thank you, Andrina. Okay, Rebecca, since I'm still on the continent, how about you? What would you do to bring more awareness to crypto in the country that you are? Okay, I think that the best way to attract people who know nothing about crypto world will be an interactive fair, maybe. A place where you can interact with the project itself or where they can explain you step by step how it works. You know, it's not something that I can do by my own, of course, and I cannot start tomorrow, but it could be a, a project a medium term. And I think it will help to uh, Ecuadorian people to learn about it and do not be as excited as in other countries are about crypto. Mm-hmm. Okay, fantastic. Okay, so we are certainly going to help you find uh, a lot more agencies that do these conferences. And Rebecca, I hope that you're, you know, you, you're certainly part of the team. And now that you have the experience of being a speaker on a show, that you get to be a speaker there as well. Of course, hope. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rebecca. Okay, uh, Ivish, how about you? Moving over to India now. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, Joey. So uh, I think, you know, crypto newbies, right? So when, when they uh, come to the uh, market, they should not only be uh, in it for money, they should also be in it for uh, tech uh, or, you know, to understand what exactly the space is about. Okay. And in order to take initiative for people, uh, you know, uh, f- for people to understand about crypto, I think having a community is something which which can actually change a lot of things. Okay. Uh, having a having a small Discord server or having a WhatsApp chat also is also something that can change a lot of things. Uh, there might be a newbie, uh, there might be a newbie, and he might be in need of uh, he might be in need to understand the space, right? So if if crypto enthusiast or of or a crypto digan, you know, uh, if he explains him, or there are so many people, there are so many courses out there, okay, in YouTube. And um, if anyone goes through these stuffs, they're going to understand the space really well. And these are not recorded courses. Like there are so many courses which are live. Like, you know, they tell it from their heart, whatever, whatever is happening in the space. So uh, if, if any person goes through it, right, it, it will, they'll definitely understand. And um, if I just say about India, so there's a, there's a project called Growth School. It's not exactly a project. It's a Web2 company. Okay. Um, they are actually uh, pushing out a lot of courses, which is completely free, of course. Uh, I and I think it is it is curated uh, course of around twenty or twenty five, which is completely free, of course, and available in YouTube. Um, just going through that courses, uh, any person in India will will get so much knowledge that you know, on um, you you a person might not even get so much knowledge just by reading any tweets or any courses. But all these all these curated courses are like very good. And uh, maybe another one thing would be like having uh, having uh, meetups, uh, having sessions in college, you know, having uh, uh, events in college, understanding, making people understand what Web 1 is, what Web 2 is and what Web 3 is. So we are in a very early stage. Uh, people actually don't know what exactly Web 2 is. Right. So many people don't know what exactly Web 2 is. And 
that is where we need to make people understand you know uh, people need to understand the difference between centralization and decentralization only then they are going to um, get into this space and uh, yeah i think you know a small small steps uh, will lead to the uh, big results and i think that is something uh, that that should be done and definitely uh, government should support uh, a lot uh, in terms of uh, blockchain and crypto and um, yeah that will lead uh, to the adoption not only in india uh, overall in the world and uh, moreover like highest developers right all these developers to so many projects most of them are from india and uh, their hub is mostly in uh, bangalore which is in which is in my state so it's it's really insane and uh, uh, slowly yeah slowly uh, but definitely we are going to grow from the indian side yeah fantastic uh, i wish thank you thank you for sharing that okay very quickly going because we're running close to time and i want to take a question from the audience kim in the philippines what would you do to promote uh, crypto in your in your location i uh, yeah, for me just join the conferences webinars as well as twitter spaces like this to learn more about or to understand more about crypto Thank you for thank you for that Kim I, I appreciated the politically correct answer but I, I also I I know where you're coming from so so thank you deeply appreciated yes we'll get more people on on diving into crypto fantastic thank you Kim all right we've heard from from various uh places around the world leading from go to an online course speak in colleges uh you know join meetups and and so on uh ladies and gentlemen uh you know if you like this show please give us some reaction for the speakers if you've enjoyed listening to their insights which they brought to you from various parts across the world uh share with them their love with your your love uh like uh, comment send them uh send them a dm if you have to uh we br- we are coming to you from all the way across two continents and five different countries uh you've you've had an insight as to what's happening with the crypto space on the ground i'd also like to let you know ladies and gentlemen that on tuesdays at exactly the same time uh 3 pm cet is where we have our show the future of nfts hosted by the co-founder of adlunum inc natia besta uh the show focuses on the latest trends in nfts and projects of course as well as experts who come on board and share insights about the industry okay uh that's it ladies and gentlemen i'm afraid that's all the time that we have today shukriya dhanyawad salamat muchos gracias to our speakers who were on the show today thank you so much for being there and to you too ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in it's been an absolute absolute fantastic show from a global panel uh the first time that we've done this featuring people from across not just people from across the world but close to my heart the adlunum family from adlunum inc so thank you so much everyone for being on the show today thank you jp for the night thank you jp thank you for having you thank you jp you're very welcome guys look forward to seeing all of you on on the show again the same time next week and to you my adlunum family i'll see you at work tomorrow <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Diving into Crypto, proudly hosted by Ad Lunam. 
the first engaged-to-earn platform with a proof-of-attention model and dynamic NFT investor profiles. 